0: This is the All The Way with Shelly Wade podcast.
1: So uh, thanks to my friend DJ Happy for my podcast theme music. Of course, you can uh, follow him on social media at DJ Happy. That's DJ H A P P E E. And of course, you just heard my friend T-Storm. He's hey. my podcast announcer. He's actually in the studio with me right now. <laughs> T-Storm! Hey, Shelly. Welcome to the All The Way with Shelly Wade podcast.
0: Oh, it's good to be here, but I'm here all the time, aren't I?
1: I? I you're here all the time, <laughs> even when you're not here. You're so <laughs> right. right about that. So listen, um, you're a a married man so yes. it, it, it'll be interested in getting your take on a lot of this stuff I'm talking about on today's episode because mm. you know I'm um, in the market for love again uh-huh. so I'm gonna have to get myself out on the dating scene again okay. so I'm gonna have uh, Bella Gandhi who you guys may have seen on the Today show or the Steve Harvey show or Good Morning America well she has her own dating Academy it's called the smart dating Academy okay. and um, I'm gonna have her on with me um, uh, later on in the podcast to to get give me some encouragement to get back out there you know because I'm I've been dragging my feet it's like I want to be involved but I'm scared at the same
0: time but when you say be involved you mean like just like casual dating or more serious I
1: know that you know you you you're probably not gonna meet the one right away, so of course dating, casual dating, and if it turns into something serious, then that. And then you yeah. know I, I would I would I just feel like New York lends itself to romance, okay. and so I'd I love to you know walk yeah. around Central Park holding hands and such that kind of thing.
0: Especially this time of year, yeah. Exactly. As, as what This is this is um, cuff season.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so
0: you're trying to cuff something. Okay, I got it. I got it now. I got it now.
1: I'm open to all of that. That's what well, that's
0: good. <laughs> to be open and to put that in, the, in put that in the atmosphere
1: yeah so you being from New York mm-hmm. what are your thoughts of, of someone single like me you know I'm mature. I'm not a mm-hmm. kid dating anymore right. um, someone like me out here in these streets dating in a place like New York
0: City oh boy um I don't you know what's funny I'm gonna be honest with you mm-hmm. I have no idea what's going on in the <laughs> dating world these days I am complete. I've, I've been how married for have, ten years. I was gonna say,
1: how long have you guys? And you guys just celebrated your ten year anniversary. Just ten years,
0: yes. And yeah. So, um, because I, <laughs> <laughs> I have some of some of my, some of my friends in, in in our age range mm-hmm. that are now newly single. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're divorced or mm-hmm. whatever. Now entering the, the the dating thing, I, I have to get the report, reports from them. There's the apps, and you know, yeah. Some some people are you know going to the apps, and then but in any case, um. I, I you just kind of have to, like you said, be open to it, and mm-hmm. I, I, you know, as young, as a youngin, <laughs> I always thought women would approach every relationship like, "Is he the one?"
1: Oh my God, that is such a, you know, it's it's so true that a lot of men think that. Can I tell you, T Storm? I have never been that kind of woman. Okay. And I've heard people my whole life say, Oh, I know, you know, I've seen, you know, guys, they'll pop the question to their girlfriend on TV and they'll be like, Well, I wanted to make this special because I know she's been dreaming of this moment her whole life. Right. I'm like, But wait, all women are not dreaming. Of their wedding the whole life. I mean, yeah. I I just always assumed that I would get married. I've never mm-hmm. been married. Okay. But I always assumed that I would be because people would always tell me, you're the kind of girl a guy marries. Got it. And so, you know, I mean, I grew up in the household with both of my parents. Mm-hmm. My marriage is not an unusual concept for me, but it wasn't something that I was laser focused on. I just always assumed it would happen. Gotcha. And now I'm realizing that, you know, I've, I've looked at uh, certain friends, and I've noticed that the ones who are married, mm-hmm. they really made it—they made it their—it was almost like a second career.
0: mm <laughs> got you. The get the getting married part or the being married part.
1: Finding a husband. Wow. Finding a husband, and I was like, oh, maybe th- maybe that's why I never got married because I didn't make it my second career. <laughs> oh my god, because I just assumed that it was going to happen. It's out
0: of pressure though.
1: Well, you know, I was um, reading a quote that are you familiar with Jay Shetty? He's a you know he's a nah. really inspirational guy. A lot of people, a lot of people follow him on social media. He, okay. Um, a lot of celebrity friends, great podcast, all that stuff. And he's really um, always giving out inspirational um, uh, messages. Mm-hmm. So he recently said, because he has a book out about love right now, I was watching a video he posted to his Instagram. And he recently said that, you know, people always say that, um, you know, stop looking for love because you'll you'll find it when you least expect it. Right. And he says, what I found, however, is that you find things when you create them yourself, mm. and that's kind of like the same mindset my friends who are married had. They really <laughs> put a lot of focus on uh, finding their guys, mm. and I agree with you. It seemed like a lot, a lot of pressure, right? Yeah. And so I'm kind of like I like to be calm and and you know chilled out, and so maybe that's why that never appealed to me. But it does get you married though.
0: <laughs> I I think so. Some of some of my 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 um my my homegirls. Um, in this age range now Mm -hmm. are more I wouldn't say aggressive but definitely more open and more to the point Mm-hmm. About relationships, and so I have a sister, you know. That's you know, she's like a newly single, mm-hmm. divorced or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she just, and she's like, I don't want to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking. For, I'm not trying to replace my husband. I'm mm-hmm. just out here having fun. Yeah. And there are guys that are getting into her, and she be like, Hey, this ain't what you want. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? they
1: they want something serious, and she right. wants to. And just... she's
0: just like, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm. she in the streets right now.
1: Well, you know what? I think it depends on the person. Yeah. Um, because I have a friend who um has been married and she wants nothing more than to be married again. Mm, okay. And then I have other friends, to your point, who are like, hey, been there, done that. Right, I want right. my freedom. Yeah. So it depends on the person. Right. I think it depends on the person. Like me, I don't have anything against marriage. Um, again, I always thought I would get married. I'm not sure if I ever will get married. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. It's a possibility I will. It's a possibility I won't. But it's it's not like something that I put pressure on myself about.
0: I will say this. Mm-hmm. In everything... Um, I, I'm a, I'm a very strong believer, and I say this several times to my children, mm-hmm. to family members, friends, and I mean, so I'll, I'll say it here on your podcast. Mm-hmm. There are power in words. Yeah. So whatever you say, mm-hmm. whatever you believe, you have the power of bringing that to fruition. Okay. So if you're saying, if you say, I know I'll, I'll be married one day, mm-hmm. then you know it's coming. Mm-hmm. And then, but that's not putting pressure on yourself to make it happen. Yeah. That's just being. Open to it happening, like, like you said, you're the energy open. Out there. Putting, you put it out there, the and energy. then when and then when opportunity, when when relationships or potential relationships, mm-hmm. you keep your eye on it, but you don't press it, but have the conversation about what do you want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean in, in terms of what you're looking for. And what they're looking for, and if it matches, and it matches.
1: Okay. Well, I was really hoping you, as a native New Yorker, would um, would have uh, an opinion for me about dating in New York. But you're right to your point. It's been ten years Isn't since you've is. been. <laughs> I, I have no idea.
0: But you've been on... off
1: the market for ten years. You do not know. But it's
0: okay. Yeah. It's these okay. apps is is discreet now. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> these
1: apps. I know. You know. and you... I'm a little intimidated, actually, to go. I've been on the apps before, and I really didn't enjoy the experience. So I'm intimidated. But you. You know, listen, you don't... um People don't approach you the way they used to because they have the apps, right? right? And I know I can approach people myself too, but, mm-hmm. um, so it's almost like you really should be on the apps because if you're not, you're, you're, uh, missing out on a whole crew of
0: people that's amazing that would have
1: otherwise, you know. So, um, you know, I will eventually get on the, and you know, again, that's why I'm going to be talking to Bella Gandhi, Got it. um, you know, later in the podcast because she's going to give me, you know, a little push, a little nudge yeah. in, uh, that direction. Um, but you, um, and your lovely wife have a podcast, don't you?
0: Yes, we have a podcast um, called Forever Ever Podcast. For, mm-hmm. It's uh, forever. Oh, shoot, what is it called? It's Forever <laughs> Ever. Yeah. Forever Ever? Forever Ever. But, I, but here's what I, I have noticed. My, my wife and I, we work well together mm-hmm. when we work together. My okay. wife doesn't like doing it. She loves doing the podcast, mm-hmm. but we have too many children for her to do it consistently <laughs> now. And so my podcast is the Unpoppin' Show podcast that she makes frequent appearances or comes and takes over. So okay. Unpoppin' show if you search that.
1: Unpoppin' show. Yeah. Okay. There's
0: one p. I, it's like it's short for unpopular opinion.
1: Okay, I was gonna say. Well, would you explain the title to me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Un,
0: the uh, it's unpopular opinion. Think you know most people glorify gl- uh, uh, glorify stupid things, and in this world we are the unpopular opinion. Okay. So All right. So you show. guys
1: uh, subscribe to uh, t Storms podcast as well. Where can we find you on social media, and and where can we hear you on the radio?
0: Everywhere all social media at The Real T Storm. My website also is at is Storm.com and I'm here in New York City on 94.7 The Block, Saturday nights, 10 p.m. All
1: right, we will be listening. You guys, don't forget to also follow me on social media. You can find my All The Rage with Shelly Wade page on Facebook. I am on Instagram at the one and only Shelly Wade on Twitter, at Shelly Wade. Don't forget the Shelly spelled with an E-Y. Same for uh, my website ShellyWade.com. S-H-E-L-L-E-Y W-A-D-E. Subscribe to my um, All The Rage with Shelly Wade YouTube channel and of course if you're not already subscribed to the podcast do that right. hello all the way with Shelly Wade and I always say T-Storm be sure to um, to review and comment on the podcast because yes. it helps um, other podcast listeners um, uh, discover your podcast so right. be sure that you guys uh, interact with the podcast positively and if you um, have any thoughts that you want to share you want me to send a shout out to you or anything you can email me my email address is hi Shelly at Shelly Wade Dot com and of course don't forget Shelly's spelt with an e y T Storm thanks for uh, joining me and giving me thank your um, opinion
0: uh, thank you I'm, I'm g- happy to be here and and uh, I wish you much much luck with it much if, luck and love if I find it, if I if I meet a brother and I'm like you know what he know what this might, he might be, be good for Shelly he might be good for Shelly let me see I can hook y'all up with something. I might I actually know, I might like know some that people. you know
1: I like the idea of people hooking me up more than I like the idea of getting on dating sites really? so yeah duly noted so yeah so um he's got to be Exceptional, T-Storm. Exceptional, just, and six,
0: at least six feet tall.
1: That's That would not hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that would not hurt. How tall are you?
0: So, uh, you know, I'm 6'5". You know, <laughs> <just>, just...
1: <laughs> but I'm tall, guys. <laughs> I'm six
0: five, well, know, well thank you
1: again uh, for blessing me with your presence on the podcast. So um, without you. any delay, let's uh, get uh, my friend Bella Gandhi on the line. Let's give her a call. Hello. Hi, Bella. Shelly Wade. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. And you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited. No, I'm excited. I've I've watched you on TV for so many years. (laughs) And then so when I was having this uh, dating dilemma, I said, you know, I wonder if Bella would be on my podcast. And so I reached out. So thank you so much for agreeing.
2: Oh, my gosh. You are so welcome. So welcome.
1: (laughs) So, um, Bella, for, um, for my podcast listeners who may not have seen you on Today or Good Morning America or Steve Harvey, can you tell us more about yourself?
2: Sure. I started the business Smart Dating Academy in 2009. So it's sort of exactly what it says. We teach people how to date smart and we have a curriculum because finding the lid to your pot, right? The, your boo, the person you're <laughs> going to be with ad infinitum. It's the most important decision we ever make in our lives. And if you think about it, we are never taught how to do it. But
1: so many people like there are people like me who are at the far extreme and we have a bad experience and we just, oh, we don't want to be bothered for a long time. And then there are other people who are constantly like they're dating they 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 end a relationship with one person and they start they have they don't they don't like skip a beat miss a beat before they start another relationship <laughs> so you have those uh two extremes uh but we definitely yes. need to make sure that we focus on on finding more healthy that healthy medium between the both right the two
2: yeah neither is great right it's not good to you know just decide love is not for me, that's it, I'm done, I get people calling me all the time, you're my last option, I'm like, no, 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 (laughs) love exists for every person that wants it, you just have to put your seatbelt on and say, this is a marathon, it's not a sprint, and it's going to take me a while to unlearn old bad habits, Mm -hmm. because guess what people do, like the people that you were referencing in the second part, Mm -hmm. where they get out there and they just, you know, do, I'm at it again. I broke up with you yesterday, and I'm back on the app tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Those people tend to do the same thing over and over again. I say, like, same dude, different face, year over year, decade over decade. Yeah. And then we wonder, why am I? Not, why am I dating the same person <laughs> all the time? It's like because you haven't stopped to say, oh my gosh. What am I doing? What's going to make me happy? Why am I doing that with the things I'm doing? Because if you don't stop and have that conversation, it's literally the definition of insanity. Doing the same thing over and over again and, and expecting things to change and they don't.
1: And not really um, stopping and learning the lessons from you know our experiences.
2: Yes, yes. And getting intervention around that. This isn't stuff that fixes itself. Right. And people think, well, this is so easy. Like, nobody's, you know, I I should just know how to do this. Right. And we get our messaging from social media and Hollywood and our friends and people that have no idea how to guide you in the right way. And that all of this is just, it's, there's so much shame around saying, I need help with this. I'm not good at this. As I say, my people picker is broken. I don't pick good people. Right. Have that conversation with yourself. And if you say, yeah, you know what, what? I've been picking red flaggy, noncommittal avoided people, then it's time to get some help around that. And it's okay. Help exists. Bella, you have even done a
1: TED talk on the secret to oh. lasting love. What makes you so
2: great at helping others find love? Well, Shelley, I think, you know, that's lovely. I think everybody has a gift, right? Everybody was born with something. And, you know, it's kind of like, When you discover what that gift is, you can start doing it. And for me, I discovered I had this knack for helping people find love back when I was in college and I was in the business world, the corporate world, sold a business and I knew that this was really my calling. I mean, who says I want to be a dating coach and start a date coaching company with the plan that was me, young Like I knew this is what I was supposed to do and I got myself out of bad dating habits. I liked red flaggy people. I did all of the bad things. There is nothing out there y'all have done that I did not do. I just happened to figure it out at a younger age, because I'm a little nerdy. I like data. I like analyses. And I figured it out for myself. I found a great person to date. We have now been married for over 20 years. We have two kids. Everybody that works for Smart Dating Academy is walking their walk. We're all in happy, healthy relationship that are the goal relationships that our clients want.
1: Okay, so I you know, I was about to say to you that, and I guess I'll go ahead and say it, I think I'm a unique case, but I probably am not, but I think <laughs> I am a unique case. I am not a person that um, is is um I'm not you know, like you said earlier, oh, this is it for me, you're my last option. I don't feel that way at all. I'm kind of a hopeless romantic actually, but. I love that. Also, you know, so I guess I want to say I'm not jaded when it comes to love, but I am also I think I'm more fearful that you know what it is. I think because my last relationship was so terrible, I was like, wait, I thought I was a good judge of character. And so now I question my people picker, as you said earlier. I question it. And so I don't know that I trust myself to choose the right person. And so it keeps me at, you know, it keeps me thinking, I don't know if I want to even putting myself out there because I'm, I'm vigilant about protecting myself. And I'm also a very, um, sensitive person. I guess you can call me an empath. I'm sensitive. I feel things very strongly. And when I love, I love strongly. And I don't know if I want to risk, um, making myself, um, uh, vulnerable um, if I'm going to end up with someone who takes advantage of that and so I, I, it's a lack of trust for myself I guess more than anything my people picker and so I started yeah. this podcast Bella uh, with the intention of um, just exploring my life and I think a lot of us are going through this since especially since COVID a lot of people just are rethinking our lives and, and so I am exploring my life my Past, my present, where I want to be, and I'm I'm dealing with a lot of different things that I feel like I need work on. And one of those things is finding love because I honestly feel like, you know, and I live in New York and I feel like it's the most romantic. There's something about New York that lends itself to, to romance, to me. Um, and so when I got back, I was like, you know what? I think I wanna, I think I wanna find love. <laughs> but the problem is I feel that very strongly, but I'm also very afraid or scared to dip my foot in the water. And so I I would like for you to help me get out of that fear, help me reframe the way I'm thinking about it so that I will, you know, go ahead and and take that risk.
2: Yeah. I mean, you've said a lot of great things and you're right. Sometimes we are dichotomies, right? I'm a hopeless romantic. I really want love, but I'm scared to death to do it, Mm -hmm, right? And mm -hmm. I think that you... Shelly, beautiful Shelly, sound like exactly every client that I have at Smart Dating Academy. So I'm not unique. (laughs) Oh, girl, not in the slightest. Everybody everybody thinks they're a special snowflake. I'm like, the good news is, and this is good news, you're not. 48% of American adults are single.
1: Okay. And okay. I listen, I don't have a problem being single. I actually love it, but I also would like to be in love again.
2: Yeah. And I want you to be in love with someone who loves you. I want you, Shelly, to be with someone who likes you just a little bit more than you like him. That's a good place to be. I want you to be in a relationship that feels Easy. Uh Relationships are work, but it's not soul crushing work. It's not red flag work. It's not suck the energy out of a room work. Somebody's throwing a microwave across the room kind of work. (laughs) That is not what love is. We do not want that. (laughs) We do not want that. And when we haven't had that role modeled for us that can be a problem and sometimes when we even when we've had parents that have great relationships we're just like okay I don't know why I'm picking badly the point is is you don't have to do this on your own mm-hmm. right and there's no, there's no more important decision than who the lid to your pot is. People go into this so easily. Well, okay, I can just get in this relationship and I can get married and then divorce happens and divorce is incredibly expensive Mm -hmm. and incredibly painful. It should be like marriage should be a hell of a lot harder to get into and divorce should be easy. Yeah, yeah.
1: So Bella, what what are some... Steps you can offer to someone like me who is uh, feeling apprehensive about getting back out there. First of all, I keep saying I'm going to get on a dating site. Are there dating sites that you would suggest would be better for? I'm Gen X. Are there dating sites that you would suggest be better for someone like me? And even something I do, you know, like what I do for a living um, in the media. You can pick any
2: site, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, online dating, just look at it this way. Online dating is the world's largest cocktail party, okay? <laughs> and that's the party you want to be at. And well, that's all a fun apps, way to look at it. Yeah, and all of the apps are like different rooms at this cocktail party. So you're going to go room to room seeing who's in each of these rooms. And guess what? The rooms change. Right. Because everybody's going room to room. Mm -hmm. And so that's the right metaphor for thinking about online dating. People think all the good people tell it. Just tell me what's the best app to be on. Like I've been holding out from you all. I have not. (laughs) It's like a revolving door. It's like a mall. People, people come in, people go out. And at any given time, when you walk into that mall, there's, you know, a 500 other people in the mall. But that doesn't mean that's all that's out there. It just means that that moment, that's what's there. So Pick pick a site that's big, right? Pick a site that looks like it has, quote-unquote, good people in the city that you're in, Mm -hmm. right? You're in New York City, the largest market in this country, amazing people. And if you put a 25-mile radius on there, you're pulling in – Thousands of potentially amazing candidates. Okay, so how would you suggest,
1: if we're apprehensive, as I said, how would you suggest we start? Because I'm stopping myself. I I keep coming up against a block.
2: Yeah, I mean, get get someone that knows what they're doing to help you, right? It's Mm -hmm. like, if I don't know how to swim, you're not going to go jump into the Atlantic and think you're going to learn how to swim, Mm -hmm. right? Not a great way to learn how to swim. Taking a boat, I'm just going to dive in. Right. Get some intervention around this. And if you can't do that or you don't want to do that for any reason, pick one site and then get yourself ready. Pick five to six good photos of yourself. You don't pick your photos on your own. Have a committee of people that are going to tell you, yes, these are five to six great photos of you. Not the best of what you have, but these are legit good photos
1: of you. OK. And uh, what are the biggest things we should be um Including about ourselves, and then looking for in others who are um, who are on the sites.
2: Remember the best the, the thing that you're going to do: look for people that actually have something to say. So many people get on there and they're just clueless and they don't write anything. To me, if you have not even spent five minutes investigating what app this is and what you should write about yourself, you're not really serious about the dating process. So find someone, write something about yourself. That's interesting, differentiated, right? And you don't need to tell your whole life story. Nobody needs or wants to read that. And people need to earn your story, right? On dating apps, you might have 200 characters to answer a question. It's like a tweet, right? So Mm -hmm. you don't have long. So think about, I would say, stay positive. Think about what makes you you and think about yourself in like, let's pretend I'm a fourth grade grammar teacher. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, I want you, Shelly, to show, not tell. And you'll say, well, what does that mean? And if you say, okay, well, I'm really kind. Okay. Or I'm really a romantic. How do you show that? How are you kind? How do you show that you're a romantic at heart? I want you to think about yourself in one sentence stories and then write your profile based on that
1: and i have a, i have a friend um actually one of my coworkers she showed me her her dating site a uh, profile picture and it wasn't like a close up picture but it was her on like some sort of i don't know she was in front of a mountain and on a rock and doing a pose you know and, and it looked really exciting i said what a fun profile picture, because I look at that picture and I go, she's a fun girl and she likes to have adventure. (laughs) So is there a specific kind of profile picture that you would suggest?
2: Yeah. Something where you look good and you look like the most current version of yourself, a tight headshot, looking right at the camera and smiling. You want to look approachable. You want to look like the best version of yourself that's going to show up to the date. You don't want to look like the version of you two years ago that's blonder, darker, thinner, heavier. You want to look like the version of you that you are today. Okay, so we get on these
1: sites, Bella, and um, say we start chatting with someone. Um, Mm -hmm. Is there anything you would suggest um, as a first date?
2: Do something easy, something low stakes. I'll tell you what I have my clients do. You wanna hear it? I would love to Go, hear it. Do do a video date in the app. Do not waste your time agreeing to meet someone out for drinks when you're gonna walk in there and be like, Oh my god, game over. <laughs> I don't even know who that person is. Do a video pre screen, right?
1: Okay. Okay, so video. that
2: you at least have some context about this person you feel like you're more excited to go out with them and you're not meeting a stranger every dating app has video built into the interface right now the fact that people skip it just blows my mind every day I don't let my clients do that and it saves you from disappointing and bad crazy dates because people crazy cannot hide for more than 10 to 15 minutes if someone is truly (laughs) bananas that crazy will hop out of the closet (laughs)
1: I love that crazy can't hide more than
2: 15 minutes. I love that. It's so true, right? And now if you have not pre-screened crazy, you're going to be sitting with crazy in Midtown for two hours.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. So I, you know, after talking to you, even for the few moments that I have, I feel less intimidated by the prospect of um, creating my profile. Um, yay. I, I feel, I've, because you're making it sound fun, so I feel like, okay, I'm thinking about the fun of it all as opposed to, oh my God, I might meet this terrible person. So you've already gotten me in a better mindset about it. Um, oh, yay, I'm so <laughs> excited. Is there any advice – by the way, um, do you often meet people like – I know I haven't given you my specific age, but you know Gen Gen X. But people, um, you know, in my maturity level and then, um, you know, being a a career person, do you you often meet people like me who are just – we just have a quagmire about dating? Every day of my life,
2: Shelly. Okay. Every day. Okay. Gen X – you know, I think Gen X is the best generation Me ever. Too! Not... Me Woo-hoo! too! Me High, <laughs> High five. High five. High five. There's so much good about Gen X. Can you tell I am also Gen X? Yes! <laughs> I work with people, you know. I mean, we have people of all ages in their 20s. Mm-hmm. A client on the books that's 82 years old. Wow. Okay, so it is never too early to find love. And it's never too late. Okay, wow. 82, wow. I love that. 82 and still optimistic about love. I love it. See? Yes, you are not. This is where I tell people, like... We all just sit there and we're gloom and doom. I want you to get psychotically optimistic about your dating life. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay.
1: I am, I am thinking about this in a different way. Thank you for that, first of all. And, and secondly, Bella, is there any other advice you would like to share with me and, and the listeners of the
2: podcast uh, regarding um, getting back into the dating world? Yeah. You know, from right now, it's cuffing season, October, November, which leads into peak dating season, December, January, February. And that's where online dating numbers spike 50 to 80 percent. Okay. Memberships go up because it's new year, new me. We're making resolutions and because of the holidays. So if you're thinking about strategically making some changes to your dating life, do it five minutes ago.
1: Okay. Okay. And you know, my birthday is just before Christmas, so it would be a nice birthday gift to find a great
2: guy. (laughs) Absolutely. 100%. (laughs) Take it slow and steady. There is no race for bringing somebody home right away. My clients don't get into exclusive relationships until three to four months when we are watching those relationships right, that yeah. they're jumping through hoops. Do you have all of the characteristics that we want you to have in a relationship? Have you asked all the right questions? Are there red flags? This is how we've had zero divorces.
1: Oh, that's that's an awesome uh, statistic. Zero divorces, that's amazing. In 13 years. Wow. Zero. Hey, listen, Bella, you're telling me to take it slow and steady. I think my problem is I take it way too slow. <laughs>
2: Exactly, exactly. (laughs) You got to have the right cadence, right? You can't. You can't go too slow and you can't go too fast. It's like Goldilocks. got to be just right. Yes,
1: not too hot, not too cold, just right. <laughs> well, um, got it. so if anyone wants to uh, look into uh, working with you in the Smart Dating Academy to find their love, uh, where would you direct them?
2: Um, first of all, you can hear a lot more of me. I'm the host of the Smart Dating Academy podcast. Yay! Um, we- Tons of great information, great episodes, get your feet wet, start swimming in. We've got over 35 episodes just this year. Um, You can also follow me on Instagram at Smart Dating Academy. We post a couple times a day, lots of dating tips and reels. And if you're serious about investing in your dating life smartdatingacademy.com and fill out a contact form and say that you came from Shelley.
1: <laughs> and listen, um, who knows, I I may find love soon, maybe in the next few months, and I will keep you posted, Bella, and maybe you'll have me on your podcast as a success story. <laughs> I would love nothing more, my friend. <laughs> Thank you, Bella. I appreciate the fact that you have really uh, made me think more positively about this uh, situation. Um, Bella Gandhi, mm-hmm smart dating academy founder and president thank you for blessing the all the way with shelly wade podcast with your presence
2: i really appreciate you oh my goodness thank you for having me this was awesome this is the
0: all the way with shelly wade podcast